You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the First and Ten Podcast right here on the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network. Your host, of course, Dave Sergio, alongside Tony Catalina, Aiden Davis. Fellas, um, you know, we did go into this game knowing that the Jaguars were playing better football as of late. Um, Trevor Lawrence has been playing better football as of late. But boy, man, like in a game where, you know, I was talking to Aiden and Pre, like 21-10 halftime, you're kind of just like, all right, you know what? This is This is the game we need to play coast get out of here without any injuries and go home call it a day get your 11th win clinch a playoff berth and we're done right tony um in in your most uh simple analysis of the game what the hell happened here <laughs> what, what exactly happened to the dallas cowboys on sunday everything it's, you everything. know it's it's perplexing man it's <laughs> you know nothing went right right it just seems like the cowboys uh um, this is the kind of dangerous game they've been playing, you know, dancing with the devil for the last like month or so. It's been it's been a challenge um, and they finally got bitten. They found a, a game that they couldn't come out and, you know, they couldn't stop their own bleeding for be- lack of a better term. And, uh, you know, now we're sitting here with uh, a Christmas Eve game that just really took the sting out of it a little bit. Um, you know, now it's more so. You know, try to get healthy, try to you know get things fixed and get figured out and get ready for the playoffs. But man, what what a tough way to lose. Aiden, um, a lot falls the whether it be Cowboys media, people, you know, tweeting, going nuts. A lot of people right away want to blame Dak, right? Like obviously there's a couple bad passes again today. One, you know, it seems to me that every time that Dak throws an interception, something has to go wrong for it to be an actual interception that that makes it look like it was a very bad throw. In this case, you know, rushed a couple times. This one in overtime, Noah Brown off your face. We'll get into the Noah Brown in a minute because he had himself a, a career day outside of that. Um, do, where is your confidence in Dak Prescott now that there's three games left? And and Tony said, um, you know, the the sting or I guess maybe the luster out of Christmas Eve gets taken away. Um, I beg to differ in that. Where's your confidence level in Dak going forward? I'm incredibly confident in Dak I think today was I mean it's weird to say that one of his best games of the season came in a loss but I do think it was one of his best games of the season I mean he especially in the first half that was a essentially flawless first half of football the one I'm not putting the interception on that overtime interception is zero percent on Dak Prescott he put the ball right between the eight and the five of Noah Brown's jersey I will say that interception in the fourth quarter that that really turned the momentum and that turned the tides and at that point you're like oh no now they're about to make it a three score game so that one was a really bad pass and a really bad interception but outside of that Dak played a near perfect game so I'm still very confident in Dak 
Tony, it's time to get back on your on your mountaintop, and I'll and I'll stand right next to you while shouting. Uh, I understand Noah Brown has been serviceable. He's had himself a really good game today. Caught a couple touchdowns, right? But in the biggest spot of the game, when you need a couple yards to just continue a drive, and you let one bat right off your face, you put out the perfect tweet. Like people ask you, why do you want Odell? Right? Why? Why Odell Beckham? Why? Why T.Y. Hilton? Why any receiver help? And that's exactly why. So. Over under Monday morning is when people are listening to this right now. Does Odell Beckham get signed by the Cowboys today or tomorrow, Monday or Tuesday? It sounded like uh, from other reports that came out that like Monday may have been that like pivot point for this team. And, you know, Jerry Jones and, you know, shout out to Jane Slater. She kind of said it well. It sounds like Jerry's driving the bus on this. And when Jerry's driving the bus, Lord knows where it's going. <laughs> so, right off a cliff. Know, yeah, right. And especially after a loss, right? I think Jerry, after a loss like this, may be, you know, more inclined to do something a little more aggressive than he probably would have, you know, 48 hours ago. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think, I mean, again, this, the OBJ thing is a, is a circus, you know, who knows where it's going, what, what's really going to happen. But at this point, the things that we've seen and the way Jerry has talked about it, I honestly would be more surprised if he's not on the team at some point than he isn't. Yeah. So staying with this game though, in particular, obviously no Brown, bad, bad move, you know, overall, but 40 to 34 to the Jacksonville Jaguars, what stands out to you the most and to put up 34 points in the NFL, you should be able to a high percentage should be able to lock that game down and win the game. What exactly went wrong in your eyes? Yeah, for, you know, it's it's the defense. I think it's the depth. I think there's guys on this team that uh, we took for granted. You know, I think Anthony Brown. I think there's guys that, um, you know, Kelvin Joseph being stripped out of the football game for Nation Wright, who, you know, I give Danny... Danny Phantom a lot of slack. I mean, I give him a lot of BS, but he he being him on lockstep with I, I don't want to see Nation Wright getting any meaningful snaps at cornerback playing defense. And the fact that he's out there, you know, Zay Jones is having a field day and he's lined up with him with the game on the line. And, you know, it's just it was it's all bad. You know, it, I think this team is really hurting for depth. I think they're banged up. Um and, you know, when, when you got all your guys and everyone's playing well and you got Leighton Vander Ash, I didn't even mention Leighton Vander Ash. He came in there and all of a sudden it looked like a different team in the middle of there in that front seven. So um, that's a ringing endorsement to him and what he's done for this team. You know, injuries, depth issues, th- those are things that are a problem. When you give up 40 points and, and you and they score in bunches like that and, and people are, you know, for a lack of a better term, getting embarrassed. Kelvin Joseph out there literally getting the hook. I mean, that is tough. That is a tough deal. So um, they got to figure some things out and they got to figure out fast because you know looking at the stats right now there's a more than a 70 percent chance that the cowboys are going to see tampa bay in the first round of the playoffs and who exploits matchups better than tom brady i know he's not physically there he's not the tom brady of old but trust me if if, if it's nation right it's kelvin joseph it's going to be a problem it's mike evans and it's chris godwin and it's cameron Brate and it's on oh. and it's fournette and it's look mm-hmm. i don't care what like the the bucks right now are six and eight and sitting on top of the nfc south meanwhile the cowboys sitting there at 10 and four and three games back of philly four game whatever the hell they're doing at this point aiden um defensive line pressure on trevor lawrence was almost non-existent unless we sent a couple guys extra nothing was going on opposite side of the field our offensive line in which they were down their number one overall pick. So you're like, you know, everything that I listened to like Brian Brodus in the pregame on um, 105.3 to fan. And he's like, look, they don't even have their best pass rusher. So Dak should be able to sit back there and do his thing in the trenches, man. We got, we got worked. 
Yeah, it's the pass rush that especially concerns me because last this is two straight weeks of the pass rush not showing up whatsoever. Last week, I was kind of giving the pass rush a little bit of an, not an excuse, but I was willing to cut them some slack because the Texans game plan was very clear. It was, we are going to run it with Jeff Driscoll. And then when Davis Mills is in, he's going to get the ball out in half a second. Today, Trevor Lawrence was really holding onto that ball. And there were plays where I he had five seconds to throw and you have Mike. Micah's, is that concerning y'all at this point? It seems like something's up with Micah. We're not seeing Micah Parsons. We're seeing eh, Micah Parsons. That's what's really starting to concern me. Yeah, I mean, Micah Parsons to me um, is not is not right, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I think it's, listen, he's been worked hard all season you know what I mean this guy isn't on every play and what people are talking about him on every play it just seems that you know I I don't know man depth is a problem and when you don't have the depth all of a sudden either whether it be the secondary the back end or linebackers whatever like more pressure gets built on this kid and and don't get me wrong I think he does answer the call at at times and and I called the last play I said I think this is a Micah game changer right here and he recovers a fumble and by all means you know do the numbers. How many teams put that game away? You know what I mean? Like leave it up to the Cowboys to give it right back to them. Um, we'll get into that third down play call in a second, but uh, just overall, Micah Parsons, I think is, is, is struggling. Um, I think he's, he's tired. And I, I'm looking at these three games now with, with Tony just saying the 70% or higher that we're going to play the, the bucks and the divisions kind of bye-bye, right? This might be the time to, for the next three weeks, just kind of like sparingly use Micah Parsons. We know what he's capable of doing when he's at 100%. Um, I think this might be a time that they just say, all right, you know what? You're good. We love you, kid. We know what you're about to bring in the playoffs, but we need to get there first healthy. Um, But, Tony, I'm going to pivot right now on that, you know, knowing that the Cowboys have made um, some some bonehead plays and play calls at, at times this year. But, I'm kind of getting tired of the whole damned if you do, damned if you don't mentality here. Um, but it but it is a real thing. So like the Cowboys have a chance to make the Jacksonville Jaguars burn their last time out on a third down. And on third and whatever it was, one or two or whatever, they take a shot down the field to Noah Brown. And obviously it's it's batted away, and lo and behold, the Jaguars have a have a timeout in their pocket. All of a sudden, like you go to Mike McCarthy in, in the post game, and he's he's like, yeah, well, you know, what are you gonna do? You know, we were just going for the kill there, and you know, and it is damned if you do, damned if, damned if you don't, because if he does make the catch, everybody's on their high horse saying like, yo, McCarthy's my guy. I can't believe they made that call, Kellen Moore. You're a genius. Where do you stand on the third down call, Tony? I hate it. I, you know, it's it's a low percentage shot to your fourth option, right? I mean, there's three other guys that I'd rather throw the football to um, in the in that situation. Um, you're, you're making it so much easier for them because, like you said, okay, cool, you hit it and, you, and it's ball game, fine. But, you know, I know you're not a numbers guy. I'm not really either. I don't have the figures on it. But it's a low percentage chance that you're going to hit that with not C.D. Lamb. You're not even throwing it up to Michael Gallup, who's supposed to be. That's his, like, expertise there. You know, Dalton Schultz over the middle. Like, there are so many other guys I'd rather – force that football to in that situation and that's if i go down that route but the main thing is run the damn ball even if you get one or two force the timeout you know that situation there when they when 
Evan Engram Engram gets out of bounds. It's not even a situation with the timeout. You know, that's a whole different ball game. So I hate it. You know, they're aggressive. They've shown us they've been aggressive. They've done things all year. So this is kind of their MO. But sometimes I think you overthink things. And this is one of those scenarios where they should have just did what was the right thing, period. Aiden, it seemed like we had something going with with Noah Brown while in the end zone. But overall, another 100-yard game for CeeDee Lamb as he goes over 1,000 for the year. That's great and all, and I'm excited for for the kid and his progression. But where on God's green earth was Michael Gallup today? One catch for two yards for the receiver that you're paying twenty million dollars. This is, I what I just don't understand. It doesn't even seem like Dak's really looking his way at this point. Like he had that one yet yeah, end zone target that was half of a throwaway. Granted, I think Gallup still could have caught that ball. It was just. Use the receiver or like at this point, you got to move. I don't know what you do with Michael Gallup. You probably have zero flexibility in his contract, given the fact that you just signed him. But it's like you have a $20 million receiver on your team. And in a game where Dak puts up 30 attempts, two of those go to Michael Gallup. This is horrible to watch. Yeah, I mean, it just, you know, and I'm not even talking about contract numbers. And, and But is that is definitely a justifiable point. But when I look at Gallup, you know, you, you look at him as a wide receiver too, and he wasn't looked at as a wide receiver too today. So it's like a game plan thing. Um, I think I saw the touches were divided up today as far as handoffs. I think Pollard had 19 rushes and Zeke had 16. So Tony Pollard outrushed Zeke, which again, you know, there was a stat that was floating around that I got excited about that every time Zeke gets the ball 15 times or more, they're undefeated. Well, that goes away today as well. Um, but I don't know, man. I, Tony, the, the answer to the offensive bugaboo that was today is what i mean like you're looking at a team that still put up 34 points so are you at all worried about that or you can actually pivot into the offensive line conversation because we saw tyron smith played out there uh right tackle and of course jason peters was kind of moved in and out but overall i felt like the kid tyler got worked on the outside as well like are you at all worried about this rotation thing or you think it's just given the last three weeks to kind of work out the kinks well, I'll tell you what, I'm I'm not worried about the rotation because I think Mike McCarthy dropped a little nugget in the in, during the game where they said, we're trying to get this thing figured out and they want to figure it out by next week. So I think what that means is I think ultimately Tyler Smith is going to be the guy at left tackle. I think they keep McGovern at left guard and it's going to be Tyron Smith, who, by the way, I thought was awesome that he said like it was his idea to play right tackle. So the fact that he's going to be the right tackle and solidify that, I think that's our five. I think that's the five moving forward. Jason Peters is going to be the swing tackle. I think when Farniak comes back, he'll have a role as like that guard center flex in there. But um um, so I'm not worried about they're doing the, you know, the snap count thing, because I think that's going to come to an end soon. What I am worried about is the offensive line as a whole is the pass protection. The, 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 the pass block win rate compared to the run block win rate for the Cowboys is drastically different. This team is clearly moved, you know, moving forward and, and, and being aggressive is way better it fit to their style. Um, the pass protection is a problem. I mean, there was some max protect. Dak sacked in the first quarter on max protection. You know, there's oh, only yeah. two only two guys running the route, and, and, and he can't even get the ball off. He's got to step up. He's got to try to, you know, win you know, a win against these guys with there's you know, tight ends inside, running, uh, running backs inside trying to help. So it, it's a problem. You're going to face, as we get into the defense and into the playoffs, 
Tampa Bay, say what you want about them. They have a, a stout defense. They've already shown that. They've already held us to three points, and I know there's, it's a different ball game, different situation. So I'm concerned about the offensive line because there's things that this team does that's supposed to translate the championship-style football. That's run the ball. That's stopping the run. And the defense is is very leaky right now. They've had some issues, and we're having troubles pass blocking. So, um, you know, what a drastic change how I feel about this team over two or three weeks. Yeah, it seems to be um, that seems to be the thing on Twitter right now. And again, I I did my very best today to not be you know crazy or anything like that. I just sat back and I said, let's see what happens here. Um, and it seems to me that the consensus, the the majority of Cowboys fans are saying same song and dance now. They are very listen. The Cowboys fans are a very fickle group. I don't care what you say. We are they are not a tough group of people. They are very very weak. Um, because it's a week-to-week league and everybody knows that, but nobody knows that, like, oh, they, you know, they can't be playing like this at this time of the year. I'm like, well, they got a month to get it right, actually. Like, it's what do you mean this time of year? Like, they still have three weeks of football to play and then the week preparation into the playoffs. So that's a full month of football to try to get ready and get right and get healthy. Um, I don't know. Aiden, where is your level of confidence in this 2022 Cowboys team? They lose this one on a freak thing. Again, 40 points is 40 points. We'd be celebrating and walking around like McGregor if we put a 40-burger up. You know we would. So, like, now that we've given up the 40 points, one being in overtime and them scoring in bunches, and the fact that maybe actually before Aiden answers, Tony, is there anything on LVE besides the fact that there was a neck, which is terrifying, by the way? Yeah, I mean, with his neck issues and the problems he's had, um, it's a concern, and they and they echoed that sentiment. You know, Mike McCarthy they didn't give anything definitive, but they just said the word "we're concerned." So usually, when they say they're concerned, the last time we heard that, Terrence Steele was out. Jonathan Hankins got put on injury reserve, so I don't want to project or anything like that. But uh, it's definitely something that's going to be worth monitoring. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Aiden, can guys like Anthony Barr get the job done? Can Are they going to have to move Micah Parsons off the line full-time again and just let De- Demarcus Lawrence and Dorrance Armstrong went down again today, so I don't know the status of him right now, but 
are, he came are you back in. Oh, he came back in, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, look, is that the move? Are we moving Micah around again because of the fact that LVE now will not more than likely not be there going forward? I think Dan Quinn learned his lesson in the Green Bay game that you don't want to move Micah to linebacker because then a pass rush that has struggled over the last two weeks becomes significantly worse. So I I don't project them to move Micah back to linebacker. What I do think we'll see is a Damone Clark, I think, is going to become the linebacker. What we I I'm done seeing Anthony Barr. Now, granted, given the LVE news, we're going to have to see Anthony Barr, which is incredibly disappointing. I wouldn't be surprised if they went the route of how they've what they've done with corner, which is just add a couple small name free agents that Dan Quinn might be able to play with come playoff time. But man, this LVE news is really concerning because this is a defense that has been on its heels the last few weeks, kind of, I'd say, fell apart today. And when this was the staple of the team during the Cooper rush time. So we need that defense back. How do you f- go ahead, Tony? I was just saying it's it, obviously the Leighton Vanish thing is going to be something they feel, but this opens up an opportunity for Jubo Barrero Cox to be active and, and he's an athletic guy. I don't know. And I don't have expectations for him to be some like, you know, world beater, but that's athleticism at that second level that, you know, outside of, you know, Micah Parsons and Damone Clark, it's not really there that much. So we will see what happens in that, in that aspect. It's just crazy to see what one or two injuries can do to a team, considering the fact that, you know, we're all sitting here like this. This is the '85 Bears. This is the 2000 Ravens. This is the this is the best defense we've ever seen, right? And then all of a sudden, you lose a couple pieces, and this is a long, long NFL season. And while I think the Cowboys have done a good job weathering the storm, we're all listen. I, I hope Cowboys Nation can actually like register this, right? As she, shitty, I'm a, you know, bleep me, whatever. I don't care. As as bad as you feel right now, as bad as Cowboys Nation feels right now. Can we also pump the brakes and just say like, yo, they're 10 and four, right? They're 10 and four. So it's not like they're out there, uh, you know, right now at a seven and and, and seven and seven record. And they're like itching and, cra- and scratching their way into the playoffs. Like they can coast. They don't even have to do anything and they can get into the playoffs right now as you're recording or as you're listening to this, they might even be in the playoffs considering the Washington result. We do it before the, that, that game. Um, but I think everybody just needs to pump the brakes and take a deep breath because if anybody's going to be overcritical about this team, it's usually me, but like, I'm looking at this team and I'm like, like every time I saw Dak Prescott get on the field, I, I, I have that like, yo, Dak, Dak's got this, you know what I mean? Like he's going to do something special. And again, if Noah Brown doesn't get, you know, one right off the chest and if Dak doesn't get hurried into another pick, like, I, I don't know. Dak Prescott played a hell of a game. You saw the, the touchdown pass to Hendershot. It looked amazing. Like that's a dot. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I'm not willing to just, you know, kind of give up on this kid. And it just seems to be the narrative is if he's not perfect, he sucks. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's, that's an unfortunate thing. And that goes for pretty much everybody on this roster, including the coaching staff. If they don't win a game, Kellen Moore is the worst person on earth. If they don't win a game, Dan Quinn is a flash in the pan. If they don't win a game, Demarcus Lawrence is just not on the team anymore. Is he even active? I read tweets like that. Is D-Law active? Like the, the Cowboy fan base is just, they're not <laughs> – as much as, I mean, this is true. They're not used to success, especially if you're younger, you know, and there's no knock on Aiden, but Aiden's never seen any kind of Super Bowl or, or playoff success, right? Aiden's just seen Tony Romo and and the vacation era, right? Where they go on the Cabo and they lose to the Giants and then the, the catch, no catch. And then the, you know, 2016, that's all he's seen. So I understand if a younger generation of fans don't understand how to act right now, but 
the Cowboys are 10 and four. I mean, that's, that's how I can lead this one and we can move forward because after 14 games, if you win 10 of them, nine times out of 10, that's a good season so far. So they just got to kind of weather the storm. Now that storm is Philly is Tennessee and is Washington. Tony, how do you see, and like, how do you see it playing out? And what do you want to see it play out with? Like right now, you know, we're like firmly entrenched in that five spot, right? The division Lord bearing a kind of, Christmas miracle where we beat the Eagles and then somehow they lose the rest of their games, which again, doesn't happen in my book. How do you see the next three playing out for the Cowboys? I, I could see, honestly, um, I, I, I'm going to be real. I'm going to shoot it straight here. I just don't know how based on everything we've seen that the Cowboys go out and beat this Eagles team, right? I'm going to be, that's a spoiler when we talk about, you know, the Eagles, I just don't know how I, they're going to have to show me, right? I'd rather be wrong and then prove me wrong. Than, than me to say out here and, and pump the chest and lot of people and think that I feel good about that game. So the fact the fact of the matter is the Eagles game is a, is, a, is a perplexing one. They can beat the Texans, I mean the Titans, and they absolutely can beat Washington. Now the, what comes down to it is are they even going to even try against Washington, right? Yeah, at that point, if they lose to the Eagles, they go out and beat the Titans. They're sitting there at eleven and what eleven and five at that point. So. Um, <laughs> Like, who cares between 11 and 6 and 12 and 5? Ultimately, if you're squarely in the fifth seed, I would rather get healthy in that situation. So, um, the Eagles game, I think that's more for pride. I think they come out there and try to, you know, do some. Then, more than what's actually worth it is what, what means with inside of them as a team, as like, you know, sw- a swagger, you know, that type of situation. But, um, how I see it right now, I'm going to shoot you straight, man. I don't know, but that Eagles game, and we'll see for the rest of them. I'm probably going to wind up on freezing cold takes on Twitter because I already went out and said that the the Cowboys will Cowboys are going to win on thing on on Christmas Eve. The Cowboys are going to beat the Eagles on Christmas Eve, and maybe because the Eagles are letting the, the, the you know foot off the gas a little bit, maybe the Cowboys catch some you know home field home cooking type magic. But I think the Cowboys are going to go out there and play a good offensive game. Tony, go ahead. Yeah, the only thing I'll say um it the Eagles are going to give us everything they got because they they swear it up all next week. You know what I mean? If they win, they win the division. It's wrapped up. So and it's and you know how those Eagles fans and that and now Sirianni being the tough guy that he is, you know he wants he wants this game because the last time the Eagles came to Dallas, we just ran him out of town, right? So now he wants some revenge. So I know they're going to bring it. And what I saw today out of the Eagles Bears is once again you have a Bears team who is just pitiful outside of Justin Fields being a highlight reel. They gave him a game. I'm sorry that there was a game. And just so everybody's clear. The Chiefs had to go to overtime to beat the Texans. So everybody pumped the brakes about the Texans win last week that we had over there. (laughs) I can't believe you beat the Texans like that. Well, guess what? The Chiefs, who are the cream of the crop of the AFC outside of the Bills and now the Bengals, like they struggled today. So teams struggle. It's a week-to-week league. Aiden, three games left on the schedule. Quick prediction and quick way they should go about it. I'm going to say... Eagles, because they right now they beat the Eagles, lose to the Titans, yeah, and yeah. then I'm with Tony. I'm I know, and then I'm with Tony. I don't really know if we, I don't really want to predict Week 18 because yeah, I feel like it's kind of going to be irrelevant. I'll say they beat the Commanders just again. You know, Commanders might they, be scratching and crawling for a playoff. Yeah, I'm exactly. Sure. Okay, I'm gonna change it to a loss. Just yeah, it will be mean more than all. I want to see over these next three weeks and. Like we've talked about, we're essentially locked in the five seed. I just want to see us be competitive against the Eagles. I want us to show up and say, okay, yeah, we're reeling a little bit, but we can hang in here with good teams, and we're still the 10-4 and four Dallas Cowboys that the league respects. That's all I want to see over the next three weeks. Yeah, the last couple of weeks, look, 
you know, outside of the crazy ass fourth quarter that we had against the Colts, we kind of we could slept walk through that entire game, right? And then all of a sudden the Texans come in. We're looking way past them like they're nobody, right? And the Texans come in there, and they smack us around a little bit, but we get out of there with a win. And we thought to ourselves, well, what do they do with adversity, right? Was it adversity? I I told myself, like, well, that was kind of like a loss, even though it wasn't. This one is. This Jaguars game is a loss, right? And that's the one they have to fly home with. It's going to be a very quiet ride home to Dallas, right? And I think this game in particular is the one that we have as a measuring stick, meaning we put up 34 points. Does every team have the ability to come up and put 40 on us? I don't think so, right? We have the offense to get it done. When Dak is on, he's one of the most accurate and on quarterbacks in football, and I'll and I'll put him against a lot of guys that people are saying, like, oh, this guy's better, this guy's better. Like, no, man, Dak Prescott is still that dude. We saw it early. You know, putting shoulder down, running, like doing his thing. He put the seed on Henry's shot. He, he hit CD for over 100. So Dak Prescott, I'm not worried about. I'm also not worried about Tony Pollard and the Zeke. I, I, I think they're they're going to be fine. I think you add the T.Y. Hilton effect into the next game, he adds an element. You add Odell Beckham Jr. for the deep run, what the fuck? What, what, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like, we have an offense. And look, Ferguson will be back next week. The offensive line is going to work together. I am not worried about this offense at all to put up points in the next three weeks and going forward. What I am worried about is the depth of the defense. Now, we saw Bland make another big play today, right? He was right in it, right position, right time, bang, right? J-Ron Curse made a couple plays. Uh, Trayvon Diggs, we didn't have to say his name at all because he just kind of did his thing. He just, nobody, he, Trevor Lawrence just didn't want anything to do with him, right? Zay Jones was catching balls all over Calvin Joseph, sorry ass, and now we don't have to see him anymore because he was pulled off the field, right? He, he's done, and I think, you know, I can't imagine them saying, like, we've had a good week of practice. We're going to give him another shot. Now it's A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. You really want another shot for Kelvin Joseph? I don't want a shot right now. I want him cut. But, again, this is the Joneses. This is what happens. They don't like to be wrong with this stuff. You know, not not right away, at least, right? They don't like to, to admit the fact that they may have gotten it wrong on the pick with this guy to bring it into Dallas, and all of a sudden he's just not panning out. Uh, which, by the way, if they don't draft a corner or a linebacker in the draft, I quit. <laughs> so it's like I just that that is a one thousand percent to me. Um, we'll talk about that in uh, March. But what I'm saying is this: the Cowboys are in a situation now where they've just gotten shell shocked by a team. Now look, this 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 Jaguar team now with another Tennessee win, the Jaguars are a game out of their division. So the Jaguars become big time Cowboy fans next week. After you know, at, you know, after we're done with uh, Philly, they want us to beat the Tennessee Titans, right? So let's not pretend that the Jacksonville Jaguars are some some you know crappy team. They're surging at the right time. They got the coach in place. Trevor Lawrence is playing all world, right? So I'm not even mad at the fact that there was a couple big plays to be had because of the personnel that it was. But when I look at this Dallas Cowboys team, Tony, I'm looking at them as being pretty good. I can't say great, and they're not a bad team. This team is pretty good, and now I know pretty good ain't going to win you a Super Bowl. But when you get in the dance anything can happen. Are you still feeling the same way? Like get there, figure this out. And, you know, again, there's a lot of people that came on Twitter right off and, 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 you know, my colleagues as well coming at me saying, this is not a Super Bowl team. Tony, is this a Super Bowl team? 
they do have the makings of it and like you said it's it's you got to get hot and you have to be in the right you know mind state the right you know everything's going to be clicking for you to kind of hit the super bowl like you said this offense has the is the capabilities to score points in bunches this defense has shown us that they have the ability to to stop and, and you know and and really kind of choke out offenses um right now it's 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 a little perplexing right dak is turning the ball over i don't think 90% of that is even his fault but you know the fact of the matter is he gets charged that to the game right you know that's his interception that line yeah right at the end of the day defense is a little something i'm a little worried about but i'm not worried about the makeup of it right i think demarcus lawrence michael parsons dan quinn those guys are going to get this thing figured out so if you're telling me we have an offense that can you know drop 27 30 points in a game uh, you know at the blink of an eye and a defense that is capable of choking teams out you'd be foolish to say they're not a super bowl team i'm sorry it's it's you know it's you get spur of the moment whatever the word is you, you know you get caught up in the in the recency bias of it this team has struggled as of late but you know can they get hot in the next two three four weeks and and put that into the playoffs absolutely and you'd be lying if you said they couldn't right i think the dallas cowboys will take the next three weeks to right all the wrongs get things fixed get healthy maybe add depth i don't know i mean they always you know they're the ones banging out over our head that it's a 24 7 365 type deal to keep adding players well if you lose um, you know, an LVE for an extended amount of time, you might want to look outside and I don't know who's out there and you might want to look at a cornerback room where there's, a, you know what, not for nothing. I looked at a list of available cornerbacks. There's some decent names out there and maybe they're just names that I know. So it's just like, oh, okay. You know, like why not give a shit? But if they're not a scheme fit and they don't fit with the Dan Quinn thing, I understand. Um, But in this regard for this going forward, the Cowboys have to get themselves right. I think a punch in the mouth and a little bit of a shell shock thing today. I haven't got a chance to listen to Dak or anybody in the in the locker room. I haven't even got a chance to listen to McCarthy. You got something? Yeah, actually, this is kind of left field, but Noah Brown took the Instagram. He declined to talk to the media at all after the game, but he went on Instagram and he said, quote, that's on me. No other way to spin it. My chin is still up and my chest is still out. So he owned it. You know what I mean? Like, that's all you want. You make a play. You, you cost the team a game. If you, if you can at least own it, then I respect that. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, look, you don't want to talk to the media in that moment. Give yourself a couple of minutes to decompress. I did the same damn thing. <laughs> that pick six, nobody could talk to me after that for at least 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, I I just, you know, I wasn't mad. I wasn't throwing shit. I was just like in my thought. I kind of sat there in shock, to be honest with you. And I think the Cowboys are probably sitting there in the same regard. And I think a lot of the Cowboys fans, the good ones, the ones that are kind of, you know, they, they stick with the team, but they're, they're objective and they understand. Not the ones that are like, oh, my God, Jack stinks. You know, like, it's just those guys, they got to go. Um, if Elon Musk is listening for whatever reason, if you want to go through like a filtering system to get rid of the shitty Cowboys fans, do that um, because there's too many of them out there. And it's, it's very, very annoying. Um, but anyway, to put a bow on this episode, we'll go around real quick. Clearly, the Cowboys lost, right? There's no way around it. They're 10 and four. They're heading into Christmas Eve. Now, the next time you hear from us, we'll be recapping the Cowboys game on Christmas night, as long as Tony's upright. Apparently, you know, he's going to be indulging as <laughs> I, I I will too. And I'm sure Aiden will too. So there could be a, a sloppier podcast, but listen, it's, it's Christmas time. Um, you know, they can just give us the weekend off. They could do that too, <laughs> but, but there's got to be content made. Aiden, Yes or no, and I understand you already answered it, but your your real good gut right now. Do the Dallas Cowboys chant not not just win the game? Like you, me and you think they're going to win the game, right? We, we think they're going to beat the Eagles. But do they change the perception of a lot of people right now? This is a week to week league, and this this fan base is fickle. If they go out there and beat the Eagles at home, 
and get their 11th win of the season, and they wind up, you know, they're going to be still two two and a half games or whatever, two games back of the Eagles for the division. But if they can go toe-to-toe with the Philadelphia Eagles, who look to be unstoppable right now, does that change the narrative of the entire season in one week? I mean, yeah, I think it has to. I don't know if it necessarily changes the narrative for me just because I know McCarthy really knows how to coach after losses, and I think the Cowboys are going to come out hot. So, I mean, I didn't have a chance. I believe this team's a Super Bowl contender right now. I don't know if it's necessarily going to change my perception just because I know, yeah, McCarthy's always going to respond well after losses. But, yeah, I think it's it would go back to what it was two weeks ago if the Cowboys were to beat the Eagles, back to before the Texans game. Tony, um, you already said that you probably think that the Cowboys will not win this game, right? If they don't win this game and all of a sudden now it's a two-game losing streak with a close one against the Texans and a bad three-quarters against the Colts, does that, like, if we get the doors blown off us by the Philadelphia Eagles, are you just kind of like, all right, look, that's the team, to, like, that's it, that's that team, they're that, they are them? <laughs> I, you know, I'd be concerned with the door blowing. If, if we lose a tight game to the Eagles in a game that clearly, you know, factually means more to the Eagles than it does to us, right? I mean, now, the like I said, the shine of the game kind of comes off on the Cowboys' perspective. The Eagles still got, you know, the division to square up. So there are some things for them to come out. If they go out there and, and it's a tight game and they lose a tight game, I think a lot of us would feel and take some positives from that. If they go out there and get their ass kicked. I think that's a that's an alarming sight. And now that's a trend of you know three four weeks where they look pretty piss poor. Um, so that's that's a problem. So if I pretty much I'll be cool with anything that happens other than a, a outright beat down. You know what I mean? So I do think this team is a capable team. I think they're a Super Bowl team, and uh, you know I think they will respond correctly. But I, I'd be crazy to say personally that I think they're going to win this football game. All right. Um going to go out on record and say this because why the hell not i mean i don't do this for clicks i mean we get downloads anyway right people listen right. to us every week so it's all it's all talk good in the hood, right we're on the top we're the top dogs right we're, we're the guys right what if i was to tell you this we may have just witnessed on december the 17th 2022 the last dallas cowboys loss of the year mm. what, if, what if i said that because <laughs> right now you would go into play philly you'd win that game you go on a thursday night you go out and beat the Titans because they're the better team. You go out and you finish the season strong because you might need it. I don't know. You don't really need it, need it. But what the hell? Go out there and win because maybe the Reds get, uh, commanders are done, right? And then you can't. You're not allowed to lose anymore. So what if I was to tell you that the week before Christmas was the last loss of the Dallas Cowboys of this season? Would you call me crazy? Yeah, probably a little bit, right? They're, they're supposed to trip up. They're supposed to get beat down. They're supposed to lose some games. But we've seen Mike McCarthy get these boys ready. In the toughest of times this year, I think Mike McCarthy has gotten these guys ready to play. I understand injuries suck right now, and we are, are there's a depth problem, but we might we might have seen the last time they lost. Who knows? Who knows, man? But and Adam, that's that. I'm not going to go anymore on my me up. here. I think what I said. Fire me up. Let's yeah, go. I mean, look, dude. I mean, that, it's an absolute. You've seen this. This is not foreign. You see what the Bengals did last year, right? And the Bengals went from being the laughing stock of the league to going on a tear in December and never looking back. So and the the Bengals were our were a worse team last year than the Cowboys are this year. I'll, I'll say that with my chest. The Bengals last year were yeah, yeah. 100%. Mm -hmm. If the Cowboys get this win this week, there will be no foot off the gas because I as I understand that the Eagles haven't mathematically locked it up. If, if the Cowboys win, Cowboys have to believe that, you know, if they win out, maybe they control their own if the Eagles slip up. 
right? So they're going to play those games, and it's a Thursday nighter. They're going to wear the stupid white-on-white stuff, which I know we're all going to be like, ooh, they look so good. Maybe they just win a game with, with, a, with a wacky uniform, right? But I think the Cowboys are, are going to respond and win that game against the Philadelphia Eagles on, the, on Christmas Eve. I truly believe that. I think this might be one of those gut-check times that we're like, Dak's our guy. He just showed it one more time, and people are going to change their, their feelings on this team. Hometown, home game. Crowd's going to be bugging out. They're going to be going absolutely batshit nuts the entire time. I understand Cowboys Stadium hasn't been, or AT&T hasn't been like this home field advantage per se because it doesn't get as loud as other stadiums. I think they're going to bring the noise this week, and I think they're going to take care of the Philadelphia Eagles. I really do. So with that being, oh, we got something? No. Aiden does. Tony, you might know this, but do you guys know the spread of the game next week? I saw it. I won't ruin it. Go ahead. Wait, can I guess? Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Guess, guess. guess. Cowboys are home. Philly's coming on the road with a chance to lock in the division. We are going to be two-point home dogs. We're one-point home dog. I'm with it. We ain't nobody's <laughs> underdog, according to some sources. Hold on. Did you get that right? So I put some respect on this Cowboys team, okay? Ten wins is nothing to sneeze at. How many teams can say they won ten games already? Not too many, yeah. right? Like, Hold on. I don't want to correct you, Aiden, but... The Cowboys are one and a half point favorites. What? So, oh, sorry. Sorry. Did I say dogs? <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. I meant, sorry. I meant favorites. We're yeah. One point favorites. Oh. I'm saying one point, but yeah, sorry. One point oh. favorites. Well, we're nobody's <laughs> favorite. What do you guys think about? <laughs> so, with that being said, for Dave Sturgeon, Tony Catalina, Aiden Davis, this has been another episode of the, oh, the first and 10 podcast. I've been doing a million podcasts lately. The first and 10 podcast. Please. Pay attention to uh, the Blogging the Boys podcast network. A lot of, lot of information coming your way this week, including a roundtable, which I'm sure will be uh, exciting to say the least. I'll make sure I'm present for that as well. And, uh, yeah, enjoy. If we don't talk to anybody outside of the, uh, the roundtable, enjoy your Christmas Eve. Enjoy your Christmas. Hopefully the Cowboys get themselves a dub, and we'll be talking and singing a whole different tune next week. See you guys then. to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.